why people are still holding on to ghosts who are still around or holding on to it is for Stranger Things. I think after I to those who are still watching it though. I watched season one of Stranger Things and then I got I think I actually finished season two and I never watched it again. Because I did not like season two. Season two was not the best. Um I feel like based on season one I'm, and season two alone they could have stopped at season one and it would have been fine i am still pissed about bob because like everyone kept talking all this bullshit about fucking like justice for barb and i'm just like oh, like who gives a shit about barb like she was on that first season for all of like 10 minutes whatever Fucking Bob deserved better than what he got in season two and fucking stupid goddamn um now we're recording just don't even don't even get me started on how they ruined his character because like he peaked in season one season two he was fine as a character but season three he was a fucking douchebag and then in season four all of a sudden he's a fucking Mary Sue who can withstand torture and breaking his own fucking foot to run through the goddamn tundra the Russian tundra you talking about Hopper? The fuck? We're talking about uh. I said Hopper. I'm sorry, my my little brother keeps on running, walking in and out of my room, trying to toss clothes in my room. So I'm focusing on him knocking on the door, trying to mute the mic, and then hearing you. I apologize if I if I ask the question, we're not paying attention. I am in a rage right now. You want to scream at my little brother? I can unhook the mic. I can <laughs> take them to the mic. Would you like to do that? Right. Now? I just would like them to like just hopper and joyce like their characters just took a nosedive in season four i have i have a better solution to yelling at children oh no he's not he's not a child he's about he's 30 oh <laughs> he's not a child well you call him little brother you know mm. and no one's gonna expect someone by the term little brother is gonna be 30 mm. But whatever, whatever. I have I have a better solution than yelling at a thirty year old man. Take take a take a dab with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of weight. <laughs> I, mean, I also I, mean, I just want to show you guys how smooth these dabs in, are. In my nice. apartment, so I'll have to see if I have any edibles. I've been I've been sober for the last two weeks. I might have to hit up my friends significant other from where we. Um, yeah, where are we? I are? just we are? got you today. Hey, welcome back to the Space Society Collective. <laughs> I'm in a rage. How, so, how long have you been recording? Is I'm, the real question. At a minute seven, I said I am now recording, and and like low key when Benny was in the middle of their rage. Nice, love that. Now we're 3.30 in. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm your host, Desmond Desi's Dead. We have the dabbiest of the dabs. The You know what? They're the onion. They have so many damn nicknames. <laughs> I have layers. Layers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we have trying to find an edible. <laughs> Benita Lavario. I'm a hostile being. 
Uh, coming in around maybe in 30, 20 minutes. Um, still doing construction. The constructor themselves. That is a bad nickname. I, that is, that is I'm, I'm giving myself a bronze star on that one. <laughs> Not a gold star, a bronze. Uh, Literally sounds like a shitty 80s movie. I just <laughs> like a bronze star that says an attempt was made on yeah. it. Yeah. It, it doesn't even say you tried. That's yeah. that's for gold stars. Just the bronze star. Just, it was just go, ugh. It just, ugh. Uh, Christian will be in soon. Um, as always. Literally make like one of those penny machines where you put a penny in and then you have to like smush it into a shape. I love penny like, smashers. They're so fun. I love defacing right. American currency. Right. It's so much fun. So much fun. Um, as always, you can hear us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Um, and remember, if you like the intro and outro and sometimes the little stingers that we I put in on these episodes, go to denisetakes.com for royalty-free music. She even has some for purchase. All of that is in the description of this podcast. On today's episode, besides us ranting about, uh, well, them, because I stopped at season one, like um, you heard in the last two minutes. Um, I stopped at season one. I didn't watch season two of Stranger Things. I just, it was all right. You know what? You you saved yourself. Congratulations. I wish I would have done the same. My curiosity didn't peak when I saw, what was his name, Will? Was coughing out those slugs? My curiosity didn't peak. I was just like, eh. I treated it like it was a horror movie and ended right there. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I wasn't interested. I continued on with Luther. I went from Stranger Things to Luther with Idris Elba. That is a good show, and apparently he's filming a movie for it. Oh my god, while we're tangenting, I just, I have to point out, I got a new microphone, so I'm not crunchy anymore. Just, like, have, have some sweet ASMR. That definitely picked Actually, up. Actually, really beautiful. That definitely picked up. That's a sweet. That's a sweet microphone. I only paid like twenty two dollars for it at Target. <gasps> what? Once again, Target. It is. I think the brand is Heyday, so it's like Target's electronic brand. See, I keep debating it's really if I pretty. should get one because, especially since it has the little like cover thing, you know the. What are those fucking cover things? Oh, are they just called covers? Pop filters. Yeah. Like the the covers on regular like the sock looking things, those are just no pop like the filters. one that's like right in front of you, right there. The yeah, little yeah. yeah. So this yes. is called a pop filter. Okay, okay. It's to keep your s's from peaking and your p's from popping. <gasps> See, I think I probably need that. Mm-hmm. Only twenty two dollars at Target. Once again, Target. As you can see, once again, we sing your praises. We are. I love my local Target. We are not above to being sponsored. I don't sponsor you. Shut up the corporations and only shop small because corporations are terrible. That okay? But I am a broke Gen Z person. No, but that's the thing that sucks about it is because like literally nobody can afford to shop small because it's so fucking expensive. Because the corporations have it, it's a vicious cycle. It truly is. Like um, I like Doctor Squash soap, but they're fucking. They're a small company, but they're fucking expensive. A 
a good way to shop small locally is to uh, check out like consignment stores and thrift stores around your area. Hey. We have personally around here, we have this one place that hosts a whole bunch of small shops. It's like they call themselves a boutique, but mm-hmm. it's just a big ass building with a whole bunch of booths in it. Like a convention almost, but it's oh, there. We, yeah, yeah. we call those yeah. where I go to get my handcrafted soap and car like nice. uh, fresheners and shit. <laughs> we here in LA call that swap meets. Okay, well I well to my knowledge though, a swap meet is at like a certain time and it's usually like one day a week. Well there like was- this place yeah. is open ten to five every day. There's one in Beverly Hills. Um it's I legit forgot the name but it is one in Beverly Hills it's pretty much it's like a swap meet it's twice a month um, different artisans artists um, a couple of friends of the show like Brianna Correa um, go sell their art um, they're currently doing t-shirts by Laura Corjita on Instagram they're doing t-shirts you would have 25 bucks there you go there is your branding Brianna um, yeah but, we also call those flea markets here. There we go. There we go. Beverly Hills Flea Market. Thank you. Okay. That I, di- I didn't know that was what you were looking for. Yeah. Flea markets and swap meets are pretty much interchangeable around where I live. Um, but yeah. Flea markets are usually like year round versus like well seasonal like farmers my, markets or swap meets type. My local flea market is only on the weekends. Now they they went to only Friday, Saturday, Sunday when COVID hit, and they just never went back to being open the there, whole week. The, the, yeah. There was one here in LA. It was specifically for um, science fiction. I I'm so sad it's gone. Um, it was it, it treated like it was a comic book convention, but it really like it really wasn't because as soon as you go in, they probably have like maybe one or two celebrities like um, Sequoia Green, um, who's on Star Trek Discovery. She was there. I was like, "Oh no, that's a fucking big name." You have, you have, uh, what was her character name in The Walking Dead before she got killed off? Okay, I'm just gonna say Burnham from uh, from Star Trek. That's all I remember her from now. But she was there, and they treated the the floor like it was a flea market. There was no big name companies. It was just like people from all around L.A. selling, like old comic books, action figures that you can trade, um, video games. There was a video game booth. There was a booth that so like, you know I can make action figures out of pipe cleaners. There was a person who was making action figures out of wood carvings. Like, I was, it was just like wall-to-wall nerdum and stuff was cheap. You can trade. I wish it was still there. I can trade these fucking Jadjo-like Marvel figures for an actual Marvel figure if they were still around. But, pandemic hit. They canceled it. Thanks, COVID, for ruining everything nice we had. Um, so the only thing close to that would be Frank and Son in Culver City here in uh, California. Frank and Son is like, is like one big giant ass swap meet. Everyone sells their comic books and stuff there. You can find classic, like, if you was trying to buy a PS4, you were more likely to find it at Frank and Son, cheaper than it is where you probably would find it at with maybe two games. And they'll, so, play, and they'll play it for you right there to prove that it works. So the best place around here to buy consoles is actually in pawn shops. 
Um, you can actually get a lot of things at pawn shops down here because it's Florida, right? So a lot of people come here on vacation, and then they end up stuck here, and then they pawn all their valuables, and you know, just... that's how it be. I, like, uh, for example, my Xbox, my Xbox One that I had that I uh, have since sold to a pawn shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought from a pawn shop for like a hundred and fifty bucks. Like right after they came out. Not bad. That's not bad. Like the Xbox I had was like a day one edition Xbox. I was sad. bought it for hundred and fifty bucks. Nice. When you come out here, that should be a trip, Frankenson. You will find a boot. Actually, I don't know, because when you find the booth that does nothing but Magic the Gathering cards, I don't think you'll want to leave that booth. See, I know I know, I set myself up as this really big Magic the Gathering nerd, mm-hmm. but I don't really play it too often anymore. Oh, okay. okay. I, I played it a lot in high school. Um, like, we have a comic shop around here that does Friday Night Magic, and I've heard they've since expanded to do Saturday Night Magic as well. But it doesn't ring the same as Friday Night Magic. Um, but, like, I used to do that a lot because it was only five bucks. But all of my cards now are uh, out of standard. So n- none of them are playable in tournaments anymore. I can only run most of my cards in, like, um, commander pods and stuff like that. We're going to have to do an episode. Of you explaining Magic the Gathering. <laughs> it's not that confusing. <laughs> I literally, if if you sat me down and then sat, like, Christian down and told me to explain Magic the Gathering and him to explain Yu-Gi-Oh, I feel like Magic the Gathering would be more simple. Oh, I know about Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I grew up in that era. I do not like Yu-Gi-Oh. It's... The- <laughs> Those I never games. understood it, and no one, no one could ever proficiently explain Yu-Gi-Oh to the point where I would be able to play it. I wouldn't. I did, however, game. play Pokemon for a little bit. Did you see the news of this? Uh, I guess it was a Pokemon tournament over the weekend, and this one player had these giant-sized, like as big as a fucking sketchbook paper, Pokemon cards. Love that for him. I was like. Is that regulation? Like, I don't know the rules for, like, Pokemon tournaments. I think usually in card tournaments, as long as your cards aren't, like, discernible from each other in the deck. So, like, let's say you have sleeves on your cards. Mm -hmm. If you don't have, like, all black sleeves and then red sleeves on the cards you really like or whatever, you know, like, as long as you can't look at it while it's stacked and face down and be able to discern the cards, usually it'll fly. Um, they just care about like things being fair. And yeah, usually, from, from the looks of it, they, let, they just let them keep on playing. So I guess he's being fair. I just like oh, okay. Yeah, maybe maybe he just can't read the words on the little cards, and he needs the large print variety. That would definitely make sense. You know, like you you ever see one of those old people card decks where the cards are like as big as your face? Yeah, my grandmother had a couple. I love those. It's so much fun to try and shuffle a card deck that big. It takes like two people. Yeah, I got these gorilla palms. I think I could, I could if 
No, no I'm, I'm going to stop trashing my family on this podcast. I have little hands. Uh, I know I know. viewers cannot see how tiny my hands are. Hang on. I need something for comparison. Oh, here's my iPhone 11. That's like... Is good and as have that Portlandia thing where he's like, oh, I just got little hips, little arms. I'm just a little guy. That's me. That's literally like my personality. I'm just small. Just a little guy. Oh just, just a little guy. Uh, that so would that make you a shallot? <sighs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, speaking of shallots, actually, I made this um, the other day, this basmati rice with a, with a shallot. I cooked the shallots first, then I put threw in the basmati rice and let it like, let the, all the flavor like kick in a little bit of um, butter to give it richness and some paprika chicken with it. Fire. That was real good. Guess- you should uh you should write a cookbook, Des. Nah. <laughs> listen, listen. The 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 listeners, they don't they don't see all of the wonderful food you post on an almost daily basis in these Discord servers. It is criminal to show people, especially especially people you know that are going to be hungry, all of that wonderful food and not tell us how to cook it. Oh, what about Benny when she posted those uh those awesome looking nachos? Those were very good nachos, yes. If you're gonna get on me, you gotta get on Benny too. <laughs> y'all yeah, we should we should collectively write a cookbook. Yeah, okay, I can do that. I had a, I have a idea for a a, a no bake Oreo cake. Okay, okay, I'm listening. All you need is just Oreos, uh, baking soda, a little bit of uh, n- um, not whole milk. What's that? The milk that comes in a condensed milk in a can. Condensed or evaporated? Both of them come in a can. Condensed. You want a little condensed. bit. Of, you want a little bit of the sweetness. Okay. Because so gonna, sweet and condensed milk. Yeah, you're gonna be separating the the cream from the Oreos. But then it was just counter fucking. I can see why you want to separate them both, but it's counterproductive. I just like to mash them all together. Um, gonna mix them together: the condensed milk, the Oreos, the um, and the cream. You gotta put it in a microwave-safe pan. Microwave it. You can choose to use the cream for the to put on top of the Oreo cake, and the baking soda. I keep forgetting with the baking soda. Baking powder. Baking soda. I should have written this down. Either way, I'm going to test it before I actually give the fucking recipe out. Because that would be bad. I say it, somebody makes it, and then the one comment we finally get, it came out bad. So let me test it out before giving out the recipe. The only recipe I, like, know, like, by heart, I can't give to anyone because it's a family recipe, and my great grandma would literally rise from the dead I gotta to come that. murder me herself i'm a ghostbuster you'll be fine 
Like, I, th- listen, this banana pudding recipe has been in my family for, like, four generations now. I I am the chosen one to carry it, because <laughs> um, my mom got sick of making it, so it's it's my turn now. Uh, my family kind of has a bunch of dickweeds in it, so I would just be like, now here's the recipe, fuck them. Um, <laughs> I'm going to share this with the world. Because, uh, y'all suck, and... Yeah. See, I would, but, um, I, we don't have a lot of family traditions. We're very American people, being that we have no culture. Um, so, like, the only thing that, that is, like, passed downable in my family, besides my other grandma's wedding ring, is that banana pudding recipe, and I'll be damned if people get their hands on it. <laughs> I always love seeing my banana pudding is my pride and joy. That one woman that had like her tombstone was like her fucking secret fudge recipe. recipe. Yeah, and I was like, you'll get my fudge recipe over my over my grave. You know, she took that to heart, and I support that. I support that wholeheartedly. I think the only thing I should have learned before my grandmother passed away was how to make fucking collard greens. I cannot cook collard greens to save my life. I, I'm visiting my dad's side of the family, who is they're they're from South Alabama, so they're real good Southern people. I'll see if I can get my dad's recipe for you. Oh, I have a great, I, I have a was always recipe. just so infuriated because every time I would ask like my Mexican grandma for recipes, she would just always do that. Oh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You measure and with your heart when and you I'm cook. just like, I'm like, this is what? And then, of course, now I absolutely understand what <laughs> she meant by it. But then I was like, no, I need what? No, like ingredients, measurements. This you is- measure with your heart and with whatever's in your pantry. For, yep. for me, because I was the only dude in the family who actually wanted to cook, I was always told to shut up and look, ask questions. When I if I'm gonna if I'm gonna contribute to actually help, I can ask a question. So for like from the age of twelve to fourteen, I had to be very quiet. As soon as I turned fourteen, actually started contributing to start cooking, and I was able to ask questions. And I was like. I saw how my both my grandmothers seasoned their turkey. I was like, oh, you don't actually measure it. You just, oh, okay. okay. You measure with your heart. Yep. The only thing you need actual measurements for is baking. Yep. Baking is a science. Cooking, cooking is a passion. <laughs> I think I would never, I would never attempt to make chocolate. And Benny would remember this. I attempted to make chocolate chip cookies. I have a bomb ass recipe for chocolate chip cookies. It ca- here's the thing though, it came out great. Downside, they was glued to the fucking cookie sheet. I remember that. Post- that is on you for not using baking paper. That yep, that was on me. I'm Benny. I think I wish I had Parch- that parchment or uh, I have- aluminum foil. Also sounds like a little bit too foil much uh, sugar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aluminum foil sometimes, though, will still stick to the bottom of your cookies, so it's best to just use, like, baking parchment paper. Welcome to the show. I know there's a difference. The Dama Llama Rider, also the Constructor Con, Ventura. He gave you a very bad name. 
I'm giving myself another bronze star for myself for that. It took me a second to realize what he was saying, but I got it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for for understanding my eccentricities. (laughs) Sorry for uh, jumping in late, guys, but here I am. We're on uh, on, uh, baking stuff, I see. Yeah. Yeah. We've just been tangenting until you got here, pretty much. Mm -hmm. A little bit of ranting. A little bit of ranting. um, A little bit of... um, I didn't record it, just... Getting it out my system, talking about Umbrella Academy season three, and That's I valid. And, and I got it out my system. Thank you, Jason. Yo, for, let me get my inks out. You know what I want to rant about, but it's way too late for me to like actually like rant about. Never too late to rant. Is it's it never is, too is late. Is it about what you text me at one thirty in the morning? Yes, it is. I love that. So last night I fully binged all of Marvel What If. Oh, like oh. All nine okay, okay. All right, okay. I have watched all of that. I literally okay. watched all nine episodes, binged mm-hmm. last. Night, I did the I same finished, thing. I finished by like one thirty in the morning. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm ready. Yo, that shit was fucking awesome. I love. I love the what so ifs. Good. Like, okay, I didn't realize the what if was eventually gonna get us to like. Ultron breaking through the fucking uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like multiverse wall. I forgot what it's called. Like actually getting into the dimension where the where the Watcher is. That shit was fucking wild. Like don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. That's obviously in the end. I'm I'm jumping to the end there. But like, but it's so great when you go back to that Doctor Strange episode and you hear yes. the Watcher's comment about like, oh, I could save him now. But yeah. at the cost of a universe, and you're like, you son of a bitch. Yep. yep. You knew. You, you fucking knew. <laughs> it's like the every single one of those episodes. Okay, don't get me wrong. I didn't feel like what everyone was talking about, about like the emotional turmoil, turmoil stuff. I was quite emotional, but I am also a baby. So I think I think the I think the only reason I wasn't emotional was because I understood it was all, all alternate universe stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did un- like it like I think that was I mean, I'm not saying that that's the defining feature because to be fair, a lot of people understood that stuff and still were emotional. I think mainly the reason I wasn't like over emotional was just because I've been emotional about the Avengers for like 10 years straight. <laughs> and it just feels so nice to finally get to see some of this multiverse content like animated with like proper story behind it and actual work behind like the same quality honestly in my head that they would do with the actual marvel like live action films but do you agree with me and benny when we said we wish the zombie episode was just a little bit more longer you know honestly i think it cut off i think in a good place because i would have loved it to be longer but if it was any longer i would need a direct like if it was any longer, it wouldn't be long enough. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, for it being there as long no as it middle. is... It has exactly. to be short or long. Exactly. Like, it's, it either has to be this short, or if it gave me an hour of content, I would be like, that's not enough. I need a fucking season of this. Yeah. I. But it was great. Yo, that whole thing with Bucky slicing Cap in half in the back of the train. Ugh. Like that shit was that shit was great. Okay, the whole time, right? Especially, especially in the final battle, which 
visually just mm, bravo like the way that they the way that they like visualized the universe like destroying itself and like reality destroying itself with doctor strange trapping himself in his in his prison and like the final fight between uh uh like ascended ultron and like the multiverse avengers whatever the whatever they call them but like like that entire like artistic visual of how all of that went down let alone like the amount of backstory that is necessary on all of these characters just to be able to like really fully appreciate where all of their backstory is without having to dedicate like a literal origin story other than just the what if setup that is fucking amazing it was so well done the scoring was great i was like yo this is this is legitimately one of the better things of marvel i've seen in a while I really do mean that. <laughs> I will be honest, my breaking point emotionally watching through What If was that scene where Doctor Strange was just getting closed into his little bubble of sorrow and regret. Uh, that that was my breaking point. I started sobbing like a little baby you know, when that happened. I remember but that's watching also that because just... I am very attached to Doctor Stephen Strange. Uh, but like I, just being like yeah. so excited that i was like oh y'all went dark okay cool and then like the next no. three episodes were no. all dark and i'm like okay marvel we Yo. get it we get it we get it it wasn't it wasn't until like party thor where i was like okay there's a little bit of levity yeah <laughs> i was like so thankful for party thor when that shit first came out because yeah. i was like jesus christ yeah. i need a fucking joke here yeah we when me oh. and benny went do that review you can hear it in our tone of voice, like, what the f- let up? Like, you turning Tony Stark into Kenny in this fucking what if? Like, oh Yo. my god, they killed Tony again? They killed Tony! Yeah, exactly. It was like, okay. Yo, I was thinking that same thing where it's like, you hear the, the Tony Stark actor, like, in the episode where Killmonger saves him, and then later you see him, like, being Tony Stark in a different multiverse where it's like he's actually doing something, and you're like, yeah. the fuck, you didn't do shit! And I'm like, oh, right, no, other multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, yeah, it was just very funny that it was until, like, the very last episode, basically, where it's like, oh, Tony finally didn't die for once okay yeah cool 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 um i I would say out of the the whole season the what if star lord episode the what if t'challa star lord and then the what if marvel zombies those are my two favorite out of that whole i will say the the t'challa episode also had me kind of fucked up Um, i did get a little emotional on that one uh, as but, soon as he started talking, I was like, oh, I'm fine. I think, <laughs> I think the what kept me from really breaking during that episode was the fact that I haven't watched the Black Panther movie still. Probably ah. that's what kept you from breaking that. Um, <laughs> so I, I didn't Wait, have... You haven't seen like, Black Panther, Christian? No, I've no, seen it. Jason said it. Oh, I know, but then Christian was like, that's what kept me from breaking, too. And that's I was probably- like... Oh no! I said that's probably what kept you from breaking then. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. No, okay. it was just I, here. I um, I was like, sir, what? It's, <laughs> it's been on my list for a while. It's just not super high up on my priorities. Black Panther, I think, is the last Marvel movie that I ever showed my mom that she was like, "That's actually that's such a good movie." 
And the only reason I say that is because my mom is so religious, she doesn't like any of those movies. Because it's all, you know, superhero fantasy and magic and stuff like that. But, like, Black Panther, my mom was like, that was really good. <laughs> I think my favorite thing that came out of the Black Panther movie was the fact that uh, black cats in uh, shelters just got adopted en masse that after the really release good. of Black Panther. And all of the cats would receive Black Panther-related names. I think what was the good thing that came out of Black Panther, and by extension, Wonder Woman. We ask salutes that we don't need to um, shake each other. It's like you shake each other's hands some more. Just give me the Wakanda salute and keep it walking. Yeah. Or just give me the Wonder Woman salute and just keep walking. I just... Yo, how funny was it that like T'Challa's episode the whole time had that one dude from the beginning like of the movie? <laughs> The, the the security officer guy. He's just like, this is Star-Lord! Like, he just starts immediately oh, firing. Oh, oh, yeah, Jamin Hansu. Jamin Hansu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he just starts fanboying the whole time. <laughs> he's just... even, even when they're on opposite sides still, I he's have... just like, it's an honor to get my ass kicked by you. Yep. Like... <laughs> I had to keep on keep on id every time jamin hansu kept on talking i had to keep on going to imdb to make sure this is really him the fact yeah, that you, you like got i was i i didn't i didn't realize until like the second episode where i'm like yo most of the most of the like live action talent came back to voice him yeah not everyone but most so it was like did did desi oh, did I think okay, we lost. I thought my headphones cut okay. out. Mother, okay. I pressed. I pressed. It wasn't, it wasn't I, just I, me, right? I accidentally, no, no. I accidentally okay. pressed the fucking mute button. God damn ah, it! Ah, damn it! <laughs> um, well. All right, I'm touching the fidget spinner. I'm going to go touching the microphone. But I like when uh, yeah. what's his name? Is it shit? Craglin? Crag? What's his name? Oh, uh, gun. Um, Sean, Sean Gun. Sean Gunn's character. Yeah, what the hell is this? Anyway. Correct. You said him, it right. but it is Okay. Um, but yeah, at the very end where, you know, Thanos is again telling people of his great plan and he's just like, it's still genocide. <laughs> it sounds like genocide, man. Like, no, no, no. See, it's... Just everyone. It's random, everyone. So it's Thanos still, still genocide. Oh. Like, <laughs> like, the idea that the only fucking person in the universe that we know of that could talk down uh Thanos was was fucking um um T'Challa. Like that that's just so good. And like that moment where he's like talking to to Nebula, he's like, You should you should give your dad a chance. He's changed. He gardens now. I like fucking lost it. <laughs> I I will say Thanos being reformed was definitely one of my favorite parts from the what if series was just watching him be like a philosophical dude bro instead of a genocidal maniac yeah yeah Josh Bro apparently Josh Brolin like voicing that version of Thanos <laughs> I bet that's pretty cool man like okay so I did all of that because I really want to watch Multiverse of Madness so but... do I need to watch anything else before Multiverse of Madness you already seen one division you just saw what if you're all ready to go Okay. Yeah, and he already saw think, No Way Home, so I think literally the only dead. Marvel thing I have not watched is Black Widow. I think that's the only thing. I haven't seen not that necessary one either. For this I'm one. too scared of getting disappointed. 
Damn. Keep with that. Keep with that. That feeling. I was woefully disappointed with Black Widow. The only thing that came out oh. of Black Widow that I liked was Florence Pugh. It's. It is literally. It's fine. It's fine. But it should have come out like ten years ago. It's yeah. just. It's too late yeah. to be good. <laughs> I guess. Relevant. Relevant. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it's like, look, you know how we showed you this character dying in a movie like like th- two years ago? Yeah, so now we're going to give her her movie. Right. Yeah. It's just... Posthumously giving the character the movie does not feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move on, because I want to... Actually, Jason, did you finish um, our Flag Means Death? No, I haven't finished it yet, but uh, I do love it so far. Yes, oh my god, it is great. Where you what, episode, oh what episode are you on? I think, hang on, let me pull up my HBO. While they're thing. pulling that up, I actually updated my uh, top MCU list on Letterboxd. Remember, go to letterboxd.com forward slash Desi is Dead. You get to see that, that list. Um, and number one, Endgame. Two, No Way Home. Three, Infinity War. Five, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. No, that's four. Five is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Six, Black Panther. Seven, Shang-Chi. Eight, Hawkeye. Nine, Thor Ragnarok. Ten, WandaVision. Eleven, Spider-Man Homecoming. Twelve, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I mean, no, Captain America, the first Avenger. All right, I put it on my glasses because I fucked up twice while reading. <laughs> uh, fourteen is a shocker. Eternals. I thoroughly enjoyed Eternals. Like one, like, like it was fine. Is this a it was not up to date list this... only because I didn't hear Multiverse of Madness anywhere, and that's hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so I said fourteen. Uh, Civil War is at fifteen. Iron Man is at sixteen. At seventeen. Wait, God damn it! Hold on, motherfucker. That. Well, while you while you do that, you go you uh, do that. I am I'm about halfway through episode three, currently. You're so halfway through three. I am I am at the point where they are walking into that one place that they were trying to not walk into, yeah. and they're like, "Hear ye, hear ye!" Please that was for sale. That was when I, like, closed the app and buried my face in my pillow because secondhand embarrassment hits me really, really hard. I had to put the it down for a potatoes. second. The cream of the Caribbean. <laughs> the gentleman pirate. Man for sale. It, I do say we have a man for sale. Check out this fabulous booty I'm hawking. Like, I really love that you're halfway through that episode because I we still can't even... Ah, ah. Benny, you know what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. Ah. I'm so excited. I feel like... I feel like Is you know there that something stupid... that happens in the last 15 minutes of episode Maybe. three? Think about it Maybe. Maybe. You know those stupid motivational posters of like like perseverance and it's like that one dude that is like 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 mining through the dirt and mm-hmm. he gives up and is walking away and he's just before the gold. Yeah. It's you like that. <laughs> have 
just some beautiful tapas coming your way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, I fucked up. That list was from 2021. 20, so, this is 2022. All right. Go. So, 1 through 11 is still the same. Love 11, number 11 was Spider-Man Homecoming. This is going to be a shocker for everyone. Because I rewatched it recently and it moved up on the list. Loki is at number 12. It's not a shocker for me that Loki is getting higher on your list comparatively, but it is a shocker that it's not in the top three, but okay. It's That's not, your list. It, it would never be in the top three. That's your list, not mine. It's okay. <laughs> uh, it actually jumped over the first Avenger at 13. At 14, Civil War. 15 is Iron Man. 16 is Eternals. At 17, the first Avengers movie. 18, Ant-Man. 19, Guardians of the Galaxy. 20, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. 21, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 22, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's your least? Least. Really? It's, an, it's a, to me, it's, I get told Benny when we was talking about it, not to give any spoilers. I thought it was fine. I will only rewatch it because I feel like I missed some Easter eggs that I wasn't really paying attention to. So I, it just really was, I wasn't overwhelmed. I was just whelmed. So you're telling me that you like Loki more than that? Yes, yeah. my phrase. Yes. I know. Like I said. Yo, what? Shocker, huh? I'm- I just can't wait for you to watch this movie so we can just have a beautiful deep dive mm-hmm. into this movie. At 23. Here's a question. Is he not off or is, or, or wait, what? Because I'm just wondering whether this is Desi being Desi or if it's actually that bad. It's not. I think it's, I mean, personally, I think it's Desi being a little bit Desi. Uh, But it's also, it's, again, it's, it's just a, it's a good, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Because a a lot of people were telling me it's like better than the last uh, Spider-Man movie. It's uh, no. no way home. No. Hard disagree. Yeah, I'm with Benny on that one. That's Hard disagree on that one. Wow. Here's okay. The, here's the thing, though. Go rewatching. I need to rewatch Doctor Strange, but rewatching Loki, I got more of an emotional punch out of what Loki was going through than I was what Wanda was going through in Multiverse of Madness. Well, yeah, because they put all their eggs in the fucking uh, will for that recommend not re-watching WandaVision before you watch Multiverse of Madness. Just like go into it with like the memories you have mm-hmm. of of yeah. WandaVision and don't it, like crystallize don't crystallize those memories of WandaVision before going into and, Multiverse and, of Madness. And also Is it... I put WandaVision at number ten, so it ranked I ranked it higher than Multiverse of Madness at that. Okay, this is going to be interesting. I'm just saying it's going to be for the best if you just go with the memories you have of it. I was really going to watch it tonight when I probably shouldn't. And now I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't have to watch it tonight. Watch it during the weekend. Were you going to rewatch WandaVision or were you going to watch Multiverse of Madness tonight? No, I was was actually going to try to binge Obi-Wan so I could catch up because I haven't seen any Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. I still need to watch that. I'll say watch Obi-Wan now. And just watch Multiverse of Madness like during the weekend. I still have like 
no desire for Star Wars stuff. Yeah, me neither. I I really like the funny thing is Star Wars has weirdly become that thing where like it's the water cooler talk at the office just because my boss is super into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I mean obviously as an asexual I feel fine saying this but I I've become asexual for Star Wars now like where I just there's nothing. I could see that. I could see that. Like I like I said the only reason that I really want to watch it is for two things. A, because I really want to see Ewan McGregor and Christian Haydenson. Like, again, mm-hmm. I want to see what they're currently like in this and what mm-hmm. they do with that. Uh, but... Also, I just love that you called them Christian Haydenson. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name for Ballot. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, you did it. Hayden Christensen. No, it's Christian Haydenson. Christian Haydenson. My <laughs> <laughs> D&D super... character created. I... Yeah. <laughs> Before we get to Yo, the... that's going to be my next... Oh my god, what if I made a a a Kylo Ren-esque monk and named him Christian Haydenson? Yes, oh. absolutely. Yo. And he has, to, he has to hate sand. Like a deep, deep hatred... Of sand. Yeah, like a irrational hatred of sand. Yes. Like... Can't go to no. the desert, can't go to the beach. He's just like, nope, I'm out. I'm gonna yep. come back later. Unless you yep. catch me the, at the bar. Unless you've seen the show, speaking of sand. And number twenty three, Moon Knight. I put Moon Knight at number twenty three. You know, I'm not surprised. Um I like Moon Knight a little bit more than that, but I'm not surprised it's low. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron at 24, Doctor Strange at 25, Black Widow at 26, Captain Marvel at 27, Spider-Man Far From Home at 28, Thor 29, Thor The Dark World 30, Iron Man 2 31, Hulk, The Incredible Hulk at 32, and Bring It Up The Rear, Iron Man 3. The only show that has not been reviewed yet. I'm okay with Iron Man 3 being the last one there. Um, <laughs> At least flip-flop between that or 2 being like bottom of the barrel. You know, honestly, the only reason 2 is higher than 3 for me is just because I have a little bit more of a, um, uh, what's the word, nostalgia with that one because I was younger when that came out. Mm. I do have some nostalgia for that one only because I was like, yo, the suitcase scene, like, don't get me wrong. Like, the villain was horrible. It wasn't that great. But, like, like seeing the suitcase shit and, like, the, you know, just that kind of stuff stuck with me, I remember. Yeah. Or Black Widow's terrible. Reason, like, two more than three. Not terrible. saying that they're really wig. above each other, though. How did they just make that curly wig and be like, this is great? Like, that's one thing I've always felt bad about. I mean, just one of the things, because obviously I feel like MCU Black Widow is not the best. Um, What if Black Widow, I think, is the Black Widow we should have gotten in the MCU. Um, But, like, the wigs they made fucking Scarlett Johansson wear for Black Widow were just all over the place. No, because all fucking over the place. Yo, what if, right? <laughs> uh, what if, uh, uh, little, little Bathiri here? You know how, like, the, the, 
um, alternate universe, uh, um, Natasha got placed in a in a universe that lost their widow. Mm-hmm. Like, who's to say that's not our continuity? Nobody said it wasn't. I mean, maybe honestly, it's, would maybe love it's to just see for her to pop out later. But it, I would love it if it was then Lake Bell, <laughs> like playing her. <laughs> if fucking Lake Bell shows up, oh my god, I love Lake Bell. That's so yeah, yeah. I'm there. That would be so cool. You know, more Lake Bell. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, yep. that's my, my MC moron. list. Wait, what? This earlier was moron. We need more. We need more of Howard the Duck. Oh God. Mm. I mean, I feel like we sh- we all should get really high. And watch the original movie because it is, it is so bad. It's peak. It is peak. It is, it is so gloriously bad, especially when you factor in that George Lucas uh, helped create this movie and then spent two million dollars. This is two million in nineteen eighties dollars. To just create the suit alone, just the suit, just the duck suit. Yo, Jason, two million. If you want to talk about something cringe, watch Howard the Duck. It is so so beyond bad. If they're awake, because this is like the. <laughs> we need to. Uh, we need to organize that time. We're gonna watch that Bollywood movie. Yes, we do. Yeah. I haven't forgotten, and I still really want to do that. I am not going to let any of you forget that we agreed to that, so... I didn't forget. (laughs) Nobody's saying you forgot, we're just commenting. Oh, I know that. I was going to say, let's schedule. Because, much like our flag means death, I need to share all of these obsessions with you guys, so you could just be like, what, what, what? Like With me, like yes, and at this point, your recommendation uh, uh, history has been nothing but top tier. So I will trust you on the on the on the movie you recommend. Here. Um. Yo, you want to know something else that I was doing a little too much, especially on that last episode of What If? What? Um, I kept picturing everybody. As like, diff uh like different D and D classes, and what functionally they were, what they were doing, and like at, and I was like, yo, like the Doctor Strange at the end basically cast a ninth level hunger of Hadar, like using all the tentacle things, and I was like statting it out in my head, and I'm like, theoretically, he's definitely like, he's he's obviously a level twenty sorcerer, but um, uh, he'd be like a, or actually not even a. It wouldn't be a fucking sorcerer. It'd be a wizard. Uh, he'd be a level twenty wizard. And uh, you're a wizard, Steven. You're a wizard, Steven. And theoretically, Ultron reminds me of certain enemies that I've been looking into for our game. 
And I was like, huh. This gives me ideas. <laughs> Here we go. We're gonna, okay. we're gonna break the multiverse in our game. Well, you guys are already on your way there. <laughs> that was before. How many, I uni how many universes have you guys been to already? I mean, like, it's it's already done been broken. Three. Technically, you haven't been to different universes. Oh no, not universe planes. I've been to three different planes. planes. Three different. But planes. that's still within this same universe. Okay, so no, we Ooh. have not haven't done any multiversal travel yet. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, you guys have done plane traveling. You've traveled the plane, but you haven't. Yeah, you've gone, and you haven't even gone to the like outer planes or any of the other stuff because there's a lot. There is a lot. So, and what I you, what you, what like you, what you're saying is you want to do a multiversal travel with this group. I've been wanting to do multiversal traveling since day one. That's what I've been trying to lead you guys to eventually. Why do you think Gadiel then, Deva now, gave you guys the coin? Which was literally like the way that... Like she gave you guys the coin and the manual that theoretically if you follow, you can uncover the secrets of how to travel the multiverse yourself. That's what she fucking gave you. Let me give I you... am so terribly sorry to interrupt. I have been watching through episode three of our flag means death, <laughs> and I am not following what we're talking about now. It's okay because you know what? You are on something much more important than yes. what we're talking about my... right now. I really hope my reactions have been entertaining at the very least. I absolutely adore how everyone is into Jim. Jim, um, yes. Jim is the real heartbreaker here. I feel mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. We say Jim. This is a Jim household. Okay, good. I'm glad Jim remains a good character because I'm mm. a little attached now. Jim, would that be MVNB? MVNB? That there is very much a lot of gender envy. Are you, associated are, with Jim for me. Are you guys are you guys saying that you're envious? Good. Yep. Fuck out. Okay. <laughs> 100%. I I do I do have one question. Do they ever touch on what happened to Spanish Jackie's hand? Do they? Mm, no, no, like, no, she has a fake hand, right? That's a yeah, fake they hand. Don't. Yeah, they I don't think they do. No, yeah. No, no that's just a th okay. That's just a I thing. Was just, I was just curious if I would ever get to find out what happened to Spanish Jackie. Who knows? Hand. Maybe in Hopefully, season two. season two. Season two? Question mark. Fingers crossed. Lizzie Jones, where the fuck you at? <laughs> uh, on a YouTube channel, um, having a religious experience eating tacos. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I was like, hey. that was one of the, like the best things I saw within the past couple weeks. She also posted so I think it was like on her Instagram where she was like, "Y'all, I am so fucking fired up. I am so angry, and you know that is the best time to work out. Let's do it." And like, it was just the funniest. Oh my god, thing. that I'm is like, so true, though. That's yeah. very true. I, like when I get angry, rage, I want to go hit the treadmill because I would rage just is run just, my heart out. That oh, is exactly best. what I what I do now. Mm -hmm. I recently got a gym membership. Uh, I, I figured I should take better care of myself. 
a punching bag so bad. I mean, I, I need just, I make action. so bad when I'm I angry. I need to start running again. When I'm angry, I, I just end up making a bunch of action figures. I nice. walked into a gym yesterday. Um, I haven't done Ow. any kind of. I haven't done any physical activity since I was like 16. Uh, so it's been like four years, I think. Um, and I I was so angry at the world in general that I did a 5K in under an hour. Oh, yeah. I was once so angry at the gym that I managed to do three 10-minute miles. In, like, oh, shit. Like, I ran three miles in 30 minutes. That's that's like a 30-minute 5K. A 5K is <laughs> like three and a half-ish miles. I like how everybody here is like anger. Exercise. I'm over here. I made the whole cast of Star Trek. Angry? Yeah. I don't <laughs> here's the thing though. Doing art is like for me, I won't if I'm angry, I'm not gonna go play video games. I'm not gonna play rock music. It'd be like the one time I'm the opposite. I'm gonna put on some lo fi music, pull out my uh pipe cleaners and start making some figures. You know no, that you, you put on your bad bitch villain arc Spotify playlist and you just let out your frustrations on that treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's out of my hands I at that just... point. It's on the treadmill now. Yeah, no, I... like I'm like if I wanna right. feel like I'm like I'm trying to either attack something, it's like I'm gonna set this bitch up to like twelve miles an hour and just like run. Rain. My my webcam just unfocused. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I have ghosts? I want to go to hat, like a kickboxing class. Like when I was in this kickboxing class, it was one of the best fucking things because like punching stuff is really fun. Yeah, it just relieves Whoa. all that stress. We just... have these things around here called rage rooms. Oh, I want to do that, and you just fuck shit up. I so bad. Have. Like so many songs you, that I want to just be like, can I just attach my phone to this so I can play my soundtrack while I break stuff? Like, y'all, y'all ever come to Florida? I'll, I'll take you to a rage room. We'll go excellent. break shit. Great. Or you know what? Actually, it might be more prudent for me to travel over there because uh, Christian already has like a dozen baseball bats that we could use. Oh, yo! Ew. Oh, wait, shit! Where is it? I found another one. And they have another countless. Wait, so what's what's our baseball flies. bat count at now? Oh God, um, you have to count. I do have to count. Hold up. Oh no. Um, one, two, three, four, which are all the wooden ones. Five is the small wooden one. Six is the plastic nerf one. Seven is the. Blue. I need you to count this like the count um, though from Sesame Street. What? <laughs> One baseball bat. Oh, hold on. Uh, eight bats, and do you also count? Um, talk amongst yourselves. I know it's right there. Real. If he pulls out like a fucking cricket bat or a golf club, you know, I I'm swear sure to God. it is a cricket bat. All right, Casey I think Jones. that's where the confusion comes from, is that it's a cricket bat, not a baseball bat. So we all, mm -hmm. so we all know Christian is secretly <laughs> Casey Jones. So here's the other bat I count. Mm -hmm. Yep, Christian is definitely and, Casey uh, Jones. And does this count, which is like a foam uh, uh, foam parrying-like sword? 
You are definitely. I think it would count. We were close. We we guessed we guessed cricket bat. I've got three of these. (laughs) Those will those will count. Yeah. So that brings us up to eleven. God, who who needs a firearm when you can just stash eleven bats around your house? I literally have bats placed all over my fucking house. I mean, that's just smart. Just coming hey, for people's it's because needs. I don't own a firearm. Mm-hmm. It's Plus, because... you're really good at murdering uh, flies with your baseball bats. Thank you. It's it's me practicing my hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. What, whatever we want to call it. Hey, yeah, no, actually, it helps. Actually, it, uh, there was a report that said um, gamers who are in their 30s to, um, I think, from 30s to 50s have better hand-eye coordination to those who don't play video games. Statistically, you know, doctors that play video games have better hand-eye coordination than those that don't. Nice. So, mm-hmm. play video games. I had a conversation with uh, with with Oz today um, about rhythm games because they saw like a post on Tumblr and they were like asking, like, "Hey, what does this mean?" And the post basically just says, um, "I hate rhythm games because uh, the, legitimately some of the best advice is." Stop thinking about it and become a Jedi. <laughs> so because, true, though. You know, I legit right? miss Rock Band. I legit miss playing Rock Band. Exactly. Like, yo, because do you, you guys know what I mean, right? Where it's yeah. like, at a certain point, you, you're you not looking at, like, the actual visuals. They're actually going to mess you up more. At a certain point, it's like you're looking out past the track and trying to anticipate the next things that are happening so that way you can react fast enough and you can't focus on what you're literally doing because if you do, it physically slows down your reaction time. But, and like uh, I felt, I feel that all you, the time you when just I play have Beat to surrender. Exactly. And it's like the way that I said it, and I hate how I said it, but it's legitimately how it makes me feel. Like when I get in that zone, especially in Beat Saber, because you know it's like, you know, it's highly like in intrusive into your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do that I shit. It. In Beat Saber, it makes me feel like I went Ultra Instinct because I'm like not paying attention to my body, and I'm just trusting that my body is gonna do what it needs to do as I'm paying attention to what's like as far down the track as I can tell. Yeah, I, I think these rhythm games actually are very beneficial because my brother was like, "Damn, you can't sing." I was like, "No shit." But then we was talking about Rock Band, and he was like, "Wait a minute," and I started thinking about it. Because Rock Band, I was like, let me see if I can play the bass and sing at the same time. So I remember spending the whole entire summer trying to do it. And he remembered, like, well, you started starting better singing because you was playing fucking Rock Band. Mm-hmm. So it was like, these games technically fucking help. Yeah. And and I know Ubisoft came out last year with, um, if you have an actual guitar and you link it up to your console, it teaches you how to play it's, your instrument. Um, the video game is called Rocksmith. Thank you. And I have it. Uh, that's, in fact, what I was using to learn how to play the bass guitar. Yeah. My friends that, have told me Rocksmith is legitimately like a, a cool thing to use. Like, yeah. To... The, well, Rocksmith is how my boyfriend learned how to play the guitar. Nice. I'm the regular kind of guitar. <laughs> well, Rocksmith is basically just fancy tabs. Yeah. That That's it. It's just fancy tabs with a bit more hand-holding. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah, no, uh, recently, like, the way that I've been teaching myself has just been looking up tabs to songs that I want to, like, practice, 
and just note by note going through it and trying to practice my pacing and just keep practicing it a little bit every day. I will say if you have an electric guitar because it uses like the the jack that you would normally hook into your amp to connect to your your console, uh, Rocksmith is only like a thirty dollar game, um, so it's I would recommend it personally because I really liked it and they have a lot of different songs. There's a, a good chunk of variety. And I believe if you get it on PC, you can download fan-made ones. I think you can do it on console, too. It's just harder. Yo, I, remember them I think saying... I already have a way to connect it to my PC, because my, well, my... It just connects through USB, I think. Yeah, because I remember them saying... Because during... it uses a special Rocksmith-like cord. Cause I remember, oh, cause, okay. Because I remember Ubisoft was talking about it last year's um, Game, Summer Games Fest, that they was adding um, user-created songs and more artists actually like license their music to be used through Rocksmith. That's cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. Like I've been I've been you guys know I've been recently getting back into playing guitar mm -hmm. and trying to practice. I'll I'll definitely probably check it out. Mm -hmm. Um so far I can I can say at least that I'm like about 80% of the way through Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Okay. It's taking a bit, but it's there. It's getting there. Progression. Progression. I think so you would the... say you're only in the upper atmosphere right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can I can picture myself. I think the first song I actually did front to back um on my bass was um Do I Wanna Know by Arctic Monkeys. Nice. I'm I'm trying it's got to... a pretty good bass line in it. I, I think like because I'm very ADHD it like it sometimes sucks to sit there and try to practice the same song all the time. So it's like, I know they say that this is bad practice, but I'm trying to learn two songs just so that way, like, I alternate between them when I'm like, okay, I practice this for like 10, 15 minutes. Let me practice the other one for like 10, 15 minutes and just alternating between that. So I'm like currently trying to learn Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and um, Catch the Rainbow. Can I share with you a little thing that I learned in my many years of doing music in a school setting? Uh, the whole do one song at a time thing, it's bullshit. Bullshit. No one does that. No it's one learns bullshit. one song at a time. When you, you know, look at it realistically. Whenever a musician has a concert, how many songs do they play at that yeah. concert? Yeah, exactly. They are practicing all of those in the months leading up to that concert yeah. every time we got new sheet music in school we would get like six different pieces of sheet music that we had to learn damn so yeah i mean definitely. you didn't have to like memorize it or anything but you you know you had to learn it mm -hmm. you damn. know the, yeah do okay. do That's not force yourself to learn only one song at a time because you will burn yourself out on that song and it also blocks you musically because that one song isn't going to have all the techniques you should be learning. Yeah. Okay, so then I'm glad that I'm doing that then. <laughs> yeah. Now, the real topic of today's episode. Oh. <laughs> we're already, like, I know, we're so, so far, far into so this far. episode. I think, I think this is a good way to Wait, there's, the, there's a topic? There was a real topic. There was, there was I'm going to go make a bowl of cereal. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, audience, you can't listen to that bowl of cereal. <laughs> um, yeah, they are going. 
they, they, they it was supposed to be a real topic, but it was we had a good flow. This is the episode with the with the best flow of all time. <laughs> it's good we we put this topic towards the end because it was gonna me and Christian was talking about it and this was actually actually a good one because we sitting thinking about it. What would be our actual character classes if we was actually in the fantasy world? Like like real like us as people as individuals. Yeah. What are our classes? Because um, Christian gave me minds, and I was like, "Huh." Yeah, I said, I said, Desi was a uh, College of Eloquence, or a, I, I forgot exactly which one it was. College of Eloquence or College of um, Diplomacy? I think it was Diplomacy. Something like that. Yeah, I was uh, feeding Bart. my cat. I'm so sorry for the dead silence you no. got after you had. Oh, it's all good. Said the topic. I was like, "Oh, it's it's a good topic. It's good." No, it's <laughs> that's what I said of Desi. Do you do you think that's that's uh, valid or, uh, or what are your opinions on that? Is it College of Eloquence? It's either College of Eloquence or College of Diplomacy. I can't remember which one it is. Let for, me, let me... Uh, for a bard. Yeah. I was I was like, really a bard? What? Hmm. Didn't think about that. The way like, I, the way as, I, the, as a person, me feels like a bard, but not in the like, haha, funny, like a clown way, like in the like, like charismatic person way, and uses that to their advantage. I don't know if I'm, like, I'm that charismatic. I don't mind saying this on the podcast. Yeah, I he's. I still feel very much chaos from him. Thank you. I so eloquent chaos in your soul, young one. <laughs> yeah, elo- eloquence and um, uh, what was the other one again? Why am I having trouble remembering that one? I think it is. I'm looking it up. Diplomacy right. was the other. Diplomacy one. is, um, again, like no offense. That's fine. But not what comes to mind when I. And charismatic. And charismatic. I don't think I am because I have a crush on this person. I don't know what the fuck to say to them. I'm just keeping my mouth shut to them. So I don't think I'm charismatic whatsoever. So when you said bard, I was like, really? That would it- oh, oh, are we talking about what classes we would be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, we've mm-hmm. already been through this with me, though. Yeah. Because yeah. I played in the Euphoria campaign, so I've already made a character for myself. Or, yep. well, for Jason, technically speaking. But... I'll be honest, I don't remember what class you were. I was a bard. There you are. Okay. I'm, I'm not very charismatic, though, I'll be honest. I just know how to play instruments. Do you really and I'm just awkward enough that it's charming instead of weird. It's a very fine line, to be fair, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and I, I tap dance on that line. And we already broke Like a bard. Line. Already, like a bard and we already broke down to me i'm not charismatic i'm chaotic and i'm not very diplomatic okay then 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 benny in your opinion what would desi be this would be interesting um i can't see desi as anything but a rogue yeah but i think that's because my introduction to desi was maxon that's true like i knew the name maxon before i knew the name desi because, yeah, I still feel like Bard or even, like, 
barbarian just because I feel like you would channel your rage to be like, bitch, you fucking what? What? Like, every time you do that, like, I just imagine you, like, pulling up your sleeves to be like, bitch, we're going, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> like, you're just fucking pulling up them sleeves like, oh, bitch, I am ready to go. If you were wearing earrings, you would be taking them off. I have earrings um, on. I do wear earrings. You know, I wear yeah. Earrings. Like but. Desi, Desi gets up. He's like, "All right, I go into a rage. <laughs> <laughs> I am raging. I'm raging. You won't like me when I'm angry. That's funny. That's very. Oh, funny. That just reminds me of Gorgug from Fantasy High. Oh yeah. When he's like, I go into a rage. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Just standing there and with I, his little flower. I love how he just I, I, I says it just so, like, deadpan, too. Yeah. Like, no emotions. I go into a rage. I go yeah. into a rage. Well, 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 Kristen Applebee's is sitting there, and she's like, you seem like a very peaceful r- person. I'm I'm so behind that. You know, we resolve things peacefully here. And then he's just like, I go into a rage. <laughs> That's his response. Like no other words, I fly um, into a rage. I, Fucking Zekoyama. And I actually understand that reference. <laughs> Fuck. You know what? I accept it. Well, now I want to know what you guys think I would be. Mm. Mm. I would say artif- mm. artificer. Artificer. I know Benny uh, more as the as a baker. Like creation and creating Create, things. Creating yeah. things. If hmm. not a baker, I would say a wizard. Whip smart, definitely for sure. Mm-hmm. Very sarcastic, which is high on the fucking list. Big, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sarcastic. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Hmm. Why do I maybe also... like a wizard? I think wizards I was, are intelligent. I was literally about to say wizard too. Okay. Wizard okay. I'm glad at least one other person had that thought. Yeah, I mean, I'm 100% torn between yeah, wizard or artificer. So y'all are the only reason. Great. Say, the only reason I say wizard is because it's like, like. Benny, no offense, you have a low constitution. <laughs> I mean, fair. But you know, we your, all have our dump stat. It's okay. But your wisdom saves are fucking amazing, and your you literally like your power is only bounded by the amount that you study. Like legitimately, and you are fucking well versed in the things that you, the things that you choose to like to like get into and look into you look at from like almost every angle that like most of us is fucking don't i'd say that's very wizard like mm-hmm. and you're, so you're saying and you're i'm a ex- wizard benny you are a wizard you're a benny. wizard benny because <laughs> you not only i know you still have your wand and i'm pretty sure you still have your cloak uh. <laughs> And you're, <laughs> and like potions, you're great at mixing cocktails. So, yes, that is fucking true. See the the frozen grapes in the fucking wine is the reason why I put frozen peaches in my peach wine. I'm telling you, frozen fruit in your wine is fucking clutch. Clutch. And that is very good to know. And I will keep that in mind. Keep that in keep mind. the wine cool. Also, you get a little 
delicious alcohol-infused snack afterwards. Like I, I can't drink legally yet, unfortunately. No. But I will well. remember that. But, like, okay, hear me out, right? Hear me out. What if I get a unreasonably cold cooler and or something like, you know, dry ice or liquid nitrogen and freeze tequila as ice cubes and then put that in my drink? I mean, then you're on your way to a delicious sangria, so, like, go for it. Right? So then you're the artificer, then. If we're, gonna, if we're now judging you. You're the artificer. Because you just <laughs> literally, right off the bat, what if I freeze dries in a cooler? You're a fucking artificer. <laughs> Just right. I off mean, the I, I one of my favorite characters I've ever played was my artificer, so that kind of checks. I think maybe. Yeah. You feel They're like so you would fun be an to artificer. Play. Artificers are so fun, man. The only that. artificer I have run was TikTok the Kenku. <laughs> TikTok was fun though. Well, I miss playing TikTok so much. Yo. I hope that campaign uh, comes back at some yeah, point. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I really want to play as the, as as a uh, my Leonin character. Uh, Cronus. Like, okay, Cronus is the first character I ever decided to actually do a consistent accent with. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. What was that accent? It, it's like um pseudo pseudo spanish mixed like with a bunch of like like i don't want to make it like a specific accent but it is very much like this we must continue going forward so something similar <laughs> some, what, uh, what, what, it was just shit like that what, what, and i was like a, a leonin paladin and i like i never get to play paladins or anything like that and i was like you know what I'm going to lean into the religious aspect of it. Let's see where this takes me. That accent was like 100%, you know, when like Americans try to do like a British accent. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 like, I equated but it to... Um, or spent. That was great. I equated Thanks. it to when I saw Krishna do it. If um, Colossus was played by a Latin actor or a white actor trying to be Latin as Colossus. <laughs> That's how I oh, equated. Exactly. I literally equated to that. I was like, "Huh, if Colossus was played by a white dude, who's supposed to be Latin instead of Russian." That's kind of okay. So the thing that I was trying to evoke, because it's not supposed to be a specific accent or anything like that. Yeah. But the thing that I was like trying to evoke was like pseudo Latino, but also theoretically like could be any like like not East a... Asian almost. So you're not like region locking the um, the, the other person. Region locking it for sure. It was definitely not consistent either. It was it was one that is only because that's the thing that I was trying to get down where it's like I'm not trying to do a specific accent because it doesn't make at least to me it doesn't make sense that it's like there isn't a fucking Spain here so why am I gonna do a Spanish accent? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like why not do something that's like just evocative of like hey it could be this it could be that it could be this. And because it's not consistent in any specific one, it's not it's not region locked in that way. It's like it just sounds foreign and vaguely Latino. Okay. That was all I was going for for that. I will say solid um, execution. If we want to count TikTok's bird speak as an accent, he oh my is God. also the first accent I have committed to. Yo. <laughs> 
Yo, I what had, is this? I had so much fun RPing with you, like as TikTok. Yeah. Because get okay, the Captain Crunch, get out of the Captain Crunch, and give it to us. <laughs> because okay, do you want to tell them? So I was there for majority of it, but not all of it. So TikTok is a Kenku artificer. Um, for for those that don't know, Kenku only speak through mimicry, so they can only repeat things they have heard before. Right. Yeah. So he he's a very simple-minded bird. He very did not have a formal education. He was abandoned in a large city as a child. Um and it, it's oh my god. He was so much fun cuz it's just like oh oh god, one of one of my recurring plights was that everything was a soup. Um there were no solid foods. So it it, it it would just play out like squawk <laughs> more sweat <laughs> it was so good it was so good uh, it was like sorry there was a like my character i made is the is the only character i've ever made that has a negative in, in, intelligence Oof. my character had a negative one in intelligence <gasps> And was like had an eight overall. What? So so I played him like he. I kind of played him like like in my head, like a little bit like Kronk, kind of esque thing. So dumb and lovable. Dumb. Uh, I was it's... trying to go for dumb and lovable, and because a lot of the time, like like, uh, whatever Jason as like TikTok would say was legitimately either smart. Or a misunderstanding of something because they didn't have the right word for it. Like, my character is so dumb. They've always been taught that, like, the strong and silent type are the wisest people because they say the least amount of things. So he fully latched onto TikTok. And TikTok would just say, like, one thing and be like, yes, this is perfect. See, this is such a good example of a man. This is not. We will never lose our way as long as we follow his word. Like that's it like is? shit. I would because it's like because my character would be too dumb to realize that that's not what they meant. <laughs> it's it's so funny like... because the whole group looks up to your character as the quote unquote leader of the group, and you're just over here worshiping the ground that TikTok walks on. This is like season one good place vibes where Jason was still like the the monk, John Yu. Yeah. And, like, and I'm here for it. Man, I hope we get to play that again, man. That's That, that was a lot of fun. Actually, I do have a good question for Jason. What do you think of um, Nox? Because the way how I approach the Keku, creating that cre um, Keku character where they still can't speak, but they only can speak and thieves can't. I feel like that works. I mean, in theory, a lot of what they'd be hearing would be in thieves can't. Um, and it doesn't mean that they can't speak in not thieves can it they just choose to speak yeah, yeah. Thieves can, like, they just have the largest vocabulary in thieves can yeah i i feel like it would be more accurate if it was like um almost like spanglish you know how yeah. 
there's just certain word, words thrown in there that fit better than their translation in the other language would. Yes, it makes sense. Because the way I approached it, I was like, if anyone tried to speak common with them, it'd be like, like you said, made me cry. They'll just repeat that. But then you have Maxon walking up and then talking to it in these can't and is like, how the fuck this person know what they're talking about? Oh, he speaks with my, they speak my language. That's how I, that's how I approached it. I was like, I was like, but then I like how the way you was telling me about the Kekus and I was like, and just like research. Have anyone ever done, I know Christian, you may have, but like, now I find myself now like either like looking at my character sheet, like trying to get like, like down packed, like how it was when every time if we did a dex check and mouse never used like evasion and I'm like, no, 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 no. You have evasion. Is right here. Yeah. <laughs> these are these are exactly the fights that are supposed to make you guys panic enough to where you are checking every goddamn thing on your sheet to see yeah. if you can pull anything out of your ass. And then like like researching. You search. succeeded. <laughs> like <laughs> congratulations, you win. I should, no, I'll you bake you some won. cookies. You guys won. What are you talking about? <laughs> I I won. You I won. won. Remember MVP over here. MVP. <laughs> like I'm reading my. I'm a winner. <laughs> like I'm like researching like different like D D like races like what they what their resistance their ailments everything. Like I'm like reading up like like I said my character sheet. Now I'm finding myself like I will use the extra character slot. And just like create and delete characters, like ooh, let, let me like like play around with all these fucking variations, yeah. And it's just like I'm like, it's now a fucking hobby. Like next to either yeah. paint and like, painting or building something, I'm fucking around with creating like a character a character sheet. Oh yeah, it really. Can I tell really you what amazing, the next step right? is? What's the next step? After after the characters, you know what the next step is? You're gonna want to run a game. I'm already there because I want to run, and it just it just gets it gets worse from there. Oh yeah, I, I can't to, wait never to run the the the, the one shot he wants to do because I want to do the cyberpunk one, and then I also want to do the, uh, I the can't multiverse wait for that either. So I'm mm. already I'm already there. I'm I'm, I'm getting I'm, I'm slowly itching towards there, dude. My, my okay, I don't I don't mean. I don't mean for this to happen like, oh, this is what has to happen. But I have a personal thing of like, you know what would be just amazing if at some point all of us ended up running games that we were all a part of and we could just like every other week be like, hey, this week, my game next week, your game next week, this game. That way we all have a chance to like play and DM our stuff. <laughs> so no one ends up being stuck as a forever DM. Smart. That smart, I, smart, smart. I would rather just be the one-shot <laughs> DM, just like uh, just a GM, just like just just. Have you ever person. seen? Uh, of course you haven't, because you don't have it. But has anybody ever shown you the 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 for the forever DM versus the rogue DM on TikTok? No. I have to send you these because literally that. send it to me. Literally, it feels <laughs> like you and I when we text. 
all the fucking time because it's like either the forever dm is making something where the rogue dm is like what the fuck man or it's like the rogue dm dming something for the forever dm being like haha now i can fuck you over and the forever dm's just like i can i can handle this what's next but the thing is though i'm not yeah that's pretty accurate but the thing is though the way i'm trying to approach it i'm not trying to be like and we talked about it through, always through text. I'm I'm not trying to be a dick about it. I just want to like try. Oh, I'm not saying he's oh, no, a no, dick no, about no, it. No, no, no. I'm just saying like, I will get a little bit of revenge. Not gonna lie. <laughs> like I'm trying to I'm, okay, go I'm, for it. Like I'm willing to learn like how to manage all these NPCs and then try to like manage the bosses while also making sure everyone who's going to play this one shot that I'm gonna, I'm trying to run with y'all. Make sure y'all having fun at the same time. <laughs> Uh, Jason, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told my DM about my character, right? Mm -hmm. About, like, my, my literal character. I, I told my DM, and keep in mind, this man is, like, at least 10 years older than me. And he is now currently married. He is ex-military. And he's a fucking lawyer. Okay. And on top of that, he's, like, literally 10 inches taller than me. Okay, well, I'm not that tough of a person, Broski. Right. Uh, I'm I looked, I'm six inches shorter. I looked at <sighs> I looked at this man dead in the eye, and I said, "You do whatever you want to my character. Fuck me up, daddy." <laughs> yeah, I remember him when I first talked to him. He was like, "I wonder how your character would be in my game," and I'm just looking. I'm like, "You don't want me in your game." I guarantee you, I guarantee you, he wouldn't let you get away with as much shit as I do. Oh, I, f I figured the way how, the way how he carries himself and the way how, like, the report, the, not the report, just as much as I got to talk to him just for the little bit, I can, yeah. t I can tell, but you know me, I'm very, and Benny knows full well, like she said it numerous times, I'm, my default setting is sarcasm. I'm going to find some way. He's, oh, <laughs> no, absolutely. For the record, he loves our shenanigans. But he will get mechanically crunchy on you. Literally, our game just shifted into a low magic setting Ooh. to where the entire continent that we are on right now, magic is illegal. Ooh. And I and I am a cleric and I'm fully I've been preparing for this for literally years and putting my character like building in this way mm -hmm. in case I've ever had to operate in an area where magic is not allowed. That's happening right now, and I was able to get through security checkpoints like Loki style, misleading and like and uh, uh, sending a double copy while I go fully invisible and doing shit like that. So it's if you, for me to comprehend. So if you're a magic wielder, you cannot be on that continent. No, you you can be, but you cannot be. You cannot use magic. Okay, okay. magic is illegal. Okay. Like, magic fully exists, but it is illegal. And if you are caught, you will be thrown into the pit, which is like a like a mm -hmm. maximum security, like, underground prison and, um, that no one escapes. Despair. Except, except for one group of people who did escape from it 20 years ago. And you remember that campaign I told you where I played that artificer? That, that campaign. That campaign was 20 years in the past. And in the same continent where our main characters just landed on. Sorry, I'm gushing. That fucking game is amazing. Oh, cool. Okay. 
I I am thoroughly terrified. I hope you know I am not as strong a man as your current DM. I'm shaking in my boots. I I I, I, I thought I had I thought I had some balances worked out for your character because your character's a little beefy. Um, no, nah, I was wrong. You can nerf my character however you want. It doesn't even still have to be portal domain. I can switch it to a raw one if you want. No, nah, no, nah, you can you can keep your domain. I'll figure it out. Oh, because yeah, figure it out because now I have a point to prove. Oh yeah, so the the game that I'm going to be playing in 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 uh, Jason's game, I they let me they let me use a homebrew cleric class that I have. Interesting. The portal domain. Listen, I I it's a game. That all the players are playing clerics. I had to spice it up somehow. I I'm gonna get to think with portals. Like. Portal type of portals, or just like D and D stuff. Yeah, like pretty much, like, like like Doctor Strange, Wong kind of portals. Okay. Yeah. When you said portals, my mind went straight to the fucking game Portal. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it's it, it just works built in like fast travel, man. Okay. It's not technically because I don't I don't get to go that far with it. Yeah. I, I don't get to go that far with it, but like, like I said. That plus the rift spear, I'm like, yo, I'll be okay. I'll survive, hopefully. Oh well, I, At first I, no you one were will afraid. be put in a situation where they they can die unless you do that yourself. to yourself. I mean, survive like literally survive camp. I'm talking yeah. about it in the context of like a 16 year old. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, for context, the campaign that I'm running, it's an oops all clerics campaign, yeah. where everyone plays as a cleric. And they're at a summer camp for adventurers, and everything goes horribly, awfully wrong. So instead of camp counselors, it's camp clerics. Yep. Brilliant. Got it. Now that Donna's summer song is stuck in my head. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh my god. It's, it's gonna be great. Why do I all of a sudden really want to listen to it on the radio? You know what? Earlier today, I was listening to nothing but Billy Idol. Nice. I was like, "What the? Why am I listening to Billy Idol today?" Oh, fuck it. In the rebel, yeah. One more, more, more. Oh man, I am never gonna sing on this podcast again. I, well, I heard myself on that one. I heard myself on that one. Ugh. Either way. I think it's a good time, man, because this, this is the first time in two weeks Discord has not fucked me. Hey, don't jinx it. <laughs> and with that, we're going to go. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of the Space Society Collective. If you made it this far, make sure you subscribe to us so you, can, you know you can get our episodes every Wednesday. And then also with the notifications, you'll know that there'll be new episodes coming soon at Black Hole Tangents. So... Stay tuned with us on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Also, Apple has this new thing where we we can now customize our, um, like, when we share our episodes, we can customize it to look fancy. So if you're on Twitter or you're on Instagram and you see us, remember, subscribe, because that means the more people that listens, we'll get, like, people like Target. 
to sponsor us. Remember Target. Oh. Remember Target. We love, we you, love, Target. We love you. <laughs> like we love you so much. Like the onion here. But seriously, bring bring back the depression cup. Like bring bring it back. Yeah. It's sold out everywhere. Bring it bring it back. Bring it bring it back. And restock those chicken strips. Seriously. Restock those chicken strips. Peace out everybody. Peace <laughs> out.